also, um, hey folks, before we start this episode of Sounds Like Autism, I just want to thank every single one of you who purchased the SLA shirt, SLA armband, or any of our merchandise, because we, I'm not sure if you could tell, are speaking on new sound equipment, um, much better quality, and that is due to the proceeds which we got from your purchases, so thank you very much on behalf of the whole SLA community. Thank you, and we throw all that back into enhancing the show experience for all of you. Josh uh really likes the sound of his voice coming through these headphones right yeah, now it's all, it's all, it's yeah it's pretty cool you know what it was it was like you guys were all beyonce and you were like let me upgrade you upgrade you and we were like all right cool yeah we, we literally just um hooked all this stuff in and um we're, we're still fooling around with it and but yeah this is this is pretty cool this is so cool system and everything which is like professional like real stuff is that i need to literally stick my face right in front of this microphone like in less than like a third of an inch it's crazy but you know what it brings out the best quality and we're all about quality on sla yeah so, i mean uh it, it's really unnatural for you not to be able to fidget when you're speaking right yeah it's weird but now we're one step closer to being a more inclusive uh tolerant and kind joe rogan right yeah and he owns a plane. Yeah, you know, Joe Rogan, I mean, yeah, come on the show. And if you want to share your jet, I mean. All right. So that being said, I guess we're on air. Josh, what do you want to talk about? All right. Well, one thing I've been thinking about for a while is um, the application TikTok. TikTok is quickly becoming a very popular application in social media where people share little short videos and they get a lot of likes. It's all good, fun, except for the fact that um, lately has become apparent and they TikTok's even admitted this unfortunately that they themselves have been censored. Well, hang on. Let me stop you right there because, you know, I'm almost 34 years old, Josh. I'm not so plugged in. <laughs> That's such a lie. But I don't do Snapchat. I don't do TikTok. There's a bunch of things I don't do. Can you explain for the audience what TikTok is? Let's start from the top. All right. Well, TikTok is, um, it's going to be like the new, pretty much the thing the new instagram so to speak but they use on um, videos so lots of these videos go viral just as a post or a tweet or something with a very popular individual and uh, but the thing is being that is you sort of have a corporate responsibility when your business is that big to include everyone now tiktok has sadly even admitted that they have been doing quite the opposite that they found that since folks with disabilities get bullied yeah, through their um, application, they have been censoring and kind of hiding the individuals with disabilities. Okay, so so slow down, dude. Okay, so I'm a dude, minding my own business. I happen to have a disability, and I'm on Facebook. Cool. I have a bunch of friends. I'm in some groups. I'm on Instagram. I'm having I'm having a great time, right? I download TikTok and I post. And what happens? People make fun of me? Yeah, I mean, look, apparently what I've read and what I've heard from other individuals who sent me stuff is that, yeah, you know, you would do that. And TikTok's basically admitted to, you know, like kind of cutting the access your videos um, will get. And quite so, frankly, so in order to uh, prevent people from getting bullied, less people are seeing your stuff. So you have less of an even shot. Yeah, and I think that is wrong. I know a whole bunch of our followers do. I know a lot of society um, does, especially the way society's moving. And um, I just, you know, I think that TikTok could have and should have handled that in, in a different, um, better way. 
So we would like to, and we're saying this publicly, and we would like this to go viral if possible, to possibly talk with the folks at TikTok, see what we can do. See oh, if, yeah, let's have them on the show. Yeah, have them on the show or maybe even consult with them. Let's have both Tick and Talk on the show. We'll ask both of them. Yeah, see if we could consult with them and see if we could find a better way to handle this real situation, but in a, in a way which doesn't punish the victim because that is very wrong. And that should not be allowed, especially in a major, major corporation, which is in social media, such as TikTok. All right. Yeah. So you heard it here first. I mean, we're not trying to make enemies here. We're yeah. trying to make friends, uh, authentic friends, even. <laughs> um, God, but, that, that's so forced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, sometimes I see a dad joke and as a father, I just have to get in there and just really just, you know disappoint everybody but anyway yes um we're, we're trying to help and we're truly we're not trying to make enemies we're not trying to make waves or cause static yeah. or whatever you want to say we're we're tr- but we are trying to fix things yeah, so also when, when we see problems we'd like to you know offer our assistance and and try to um try to try to make try to make action try to try to really create social change and make a, a, a more inclusive world for everybody. Yeah, and especially when some of our listeners um, message us about this, um, you know, that that's kind of where you got to put your foot down. I mean, I um, made kind of a test on my personal Instagram where I was like, you know, hey, should I do TikTok? And I was just kind of curious to see what the vibes would be, but the, the strength and the nose I got and then the reasoning on why, it was just kind of like the last straw where I, I was like, you know, I think sounds like also we need to do something. We need to we need to have a stand on this because this this is a big issue. And um, this hurts. This hurts a lot of people, a lot of really good people. And it really shouldn't. You're right. And, you know, we've we've taken action on other things before and seen real results. Um, we've reached out about the lack of inclusivity in certain um, places within the the autism world and gotten great results and great feedback um, and you know sometimes the moves we make are kind of in silence or, or kind of more covert but yeah. we've had certain people reach out and um, really um, you know let us know people that we really really respect have yeah. let us know about certain initiatives that we're trying to um, you know to create in in the US and beyond Um and they've they've said you know I want to be a part of it. Let me know. And and that's that's so so exciting to be a part of. And um, again, we wouldn't we wouldn't sound so good if it wasn't for all of you. <laughs> so um, keep reaching out and uh, keep reaching for the stars and keep us in the loop, please. And and let us um, you know we're not trying to be um, we're not trying to say that we're going to save the whole world. But we can feel social movement happening, yeah. and um, we can have our fingers on the pulse on that um, matter. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and yeah. and that's a really cool position to be in, you know. Yeah, and um, we realized that in that position, like um, that Spider-Man quote, like "With great power comes great responsibility." You gotta be able to use it and use it well. So, um, yeah. I've never seen Spider-Man. I've never seen. Um, Star Wars. I've never seen Star Trek. How am yeah, I how am I an ally an ally to people with autism when I've never seen so many things? I've only seen a very limited amount of SpongeBob. Um, that's horrible. Again, that's horrible. I this is horrible. This is this is horrible. But 
you probably don't know who Joe Strummer is, do you? Sounds familiar. Okay. I'll tell you what. If you listen to an entire Clash album with me, I'll watch Star Wars with you. And then maybe we'll do an episode about it. How cool would that be? You got to watch at least two Star Wars movies. First of all, the Clash's record is like an hour long. How long is Star Wars? Well, two of them. You're going to be there for like a good five and a half hours or something. I mean, you'll be immersed in the Force. <laughs> You're going to force me with the Force. Um, oh, right. boy. That was corny. <laughs> that was corny. Sounds Like Autism is proudly sponsored by Making Authentic Friendships, LLC. Making Authentic Friendships is an interactive web app that enables children ages 13 and up and adults with special needs to make friends based on age, diagnosis, interests, and geographic location. Making Authentic Friendships, MAF, are my brother's initials. My brother Michael is 21 and has autism and ADHD. He inspired this initiative. You can sign up for the app at makingauthenticfriendships.com and follow us on social media at Making Authentic Friendships. Thank you. All right. Anyway, um, so what else is going on? We're getting we're getting close to the holidays, but who knows when you're listening to this? So let yeah. me just say that sometimes certain parts of the year can be really stressful. So t- today, Josh, I went out and on my way here to the studio because I was off today, I decided to get myself a tattoo. Was this like premeditated, or did you just decide like you're walking down the street hmm, and get a tattoo? Well, you know what's funny. Um, at least in New York and in like tattoo culture, like people who know a lot about tattoos, um, Friday the 13th, um, whenever it comes around and you know, it lands completely randomly. Yeah. So when Friday the 13th comes around tattoo shops, particularly what's called the traditional tattoo shop. So that's like more of like the Navy style, like the old school American style of tattoo that I like so much. Um, they'll have. It used to be $13 tattoos. Now, that's just ridiculous. I mean, the the sanitary equipment and stuff costs more than that. So uh, now it'll be like $31 tattoos or whatever. You give them a good tip. Now it's like Baskin-Robbins, 31. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 31 flavors of tattoo. But, you know, there's a limited amount of things to pick from. You have to pick off a wall. It's not like you can, like, you know, get your mother's signature or something. But, um, you know, usually they're really fun. And with, with some, for someone as, with as many as me, it, you know, it's kind of just like the, a fun little thing to do and get a little filler on your arm or whatever. And, and, um, it, to me, it's a stress reliever. So I was really excited today when I re- it was completely random. I realized it was Friday the 13th and I got on the road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it just shows you there's, there's all, there's all different, uh, ways to, um, you know, everyone, everyone's happy place is different. <laughs> you know, everyone yeah. relaxes in different ways and sometimes it'll be completely different. Um, it, w- your, yours and mine are completely different. Right. And, and that's okay. We well, still have a yeah, lot. My, um, my spot is actually the spot where I really like, I learned to study for TEDx and stuff. And I still go there. It's this one spot in the airport where I bring my friends now and we kind of just like sit and like watch planes take off on land. And it's just really fun. So that's my spot. Um, Oh, I didn't know you, you brought friends there now. That's cool. Oh, oh, yeah, since like September, like late September. Yeah. Did, did that feel kind of personal to you to bring them to your spot? Dave, I open up about personal things every Friday on Sounds Like Autism. <laughs> just just think about that. That's yeah, true. So, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I felt special for being there because, you know, I didn't, for example, I didn't realize that you parked, you, you, Josh, par- when he, like, okay, if I told you, oh, I, I'm friends with this dude and, like, you know, he has autism and his special interest is planes and he kind of, like, parks at the airport and watches planes take off and land, you'd be like, all right, cool. That's that's a really cool special interest. That's an interesting hobby, right? Then you go, and first of all, it's not a regular airport. This is like a tiny, dinky little country. It's where the private country. planes are. Right, right, right. And then on top of that, I find him in the parking lot, and I'm like, dude, you're not even like in front of the runway. What do you mean? And he shows me, and he's like, no, man. I could park over there, but that's like the regular planes. He goes, but here... Right in that hole in the fence, every once in a while, a private jet passes. Yeah, those are the kind I want. I want to buy one one day, and those are the kind I want to see when I come here. So this is where I park. And I yeah. thought that that was amazing. I thought that was so interesting. Yeah, well, I my thing is like you need to immerse yourself in your goals. If you're really serious and you have a major one, you have to immerse yourself in it like every day. You can't let it slip your mind because... It has to become your primary focus and everything you do is because you want that and you need that. And ever since I was a little kid, I wanted a jet. Like it was, that's like my, my goal since I was like six or something. So, wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I said it once when I was a kid. Um, and I meant it. It, It's so cool that you've, you've had that much consistency in your life. Yeah. I wish, I mean, when I was a kid, I couldn't even commit to something five minutes from then, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's just the way I am, I guess. Uh, There's this thing, there's this uh, psychology experiment. This reminds me of it, Josh. So, like, when you were a kid, if you sat down at a table and someone put a marshmallow in front of you, right? And they said, well, do you like marshmallows, first of all? Do you? I mean, yeah. Okay, so you're a kid, you're sitting in front of a marshmallow, and someone says, I'll be back in five minutes. You can eat this marshmallow while I'm gone, but if you wait the five minutes, and I come back, and the marshmallow is still there, you get two marshmallows. Which kind of kid were you? Would you have eaten the marshmallow right away, or would you have waited the five minutes for two? I was the one who would have eaten it, and then opened the drawer and found the whole bag of marshmallows. And then- <laughs> <laughs> I probably just would have uh, I don't know You know what's funny I was actually involved in like a, a an Interesting experiment like that Where there was like They put a math test in front of me At Stony Brook University Shout out to Stony Brook University I so, will walked out They went to put a Well they put a math test in front of me And then on all the other desks In this empty classroom There were like um, water guns and stuff And they were like Okay do the math test And they left the room and uh, I totally knew what a two-way mirror was by then. And, like, the whole front wall was a two-way mirror. I knew they were just watching me. So I just did the math test. But what happened after? I didn't. I never got to touch the water gun. Then what, what, what was the point? To see if I had the ability to do the math test and not be so impulsive that I would go across the room and shoot the water guns around. Oh, yeah. I looked in the water guns. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So, what else? Oh, my. Oh, but, wow. wait. Before that, I would just like to put this out there. So, Dave and I are thinking of possibly making headwear, like hats, but 
but sounds like autism hats, so it's cool hats. Um, so I, we're going to put up a poll on Instagram, um, and we're, we want to see um, who like would legit be interested in purchasing a sounds like autism hat. And if we get enough, like, legit, like, at only, like, hit like and stuff if you're going to legit um, do this. But if you're actually interested, hit that like. We're going to see how much, and um, we'll take it from there. Um, but we, we want to So see. you're saying, like, embroidered Yeah, hats. embroidered hats, yeah. Um, what color will they be? I Black. don't know. The SLA colors, um, the... Um, the the olive army green and the black is are those our colors? I feel like those I, are just I, our shirts. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, they kind of just became it. So. First, let's put put up a poll about our colors, man. We're yeah, not going to go with blue because we don't want to tie ourselves too closely to any other initiatives. We're not going to go with any puzzle pieces. We we decided that right from the beginning, right? But mm-hmm. I'm open to other things. I mean, it doesn't have to be art. We're not soldiers. It doesn't have to be army green. No, but like green's for go, and like we're going places, so. Yeah, but it's not like bright green. It's like olive green. I hate olives. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll think of that. But we'll, we'll, yeah, but we'll put up polls and stuff, and we'll think about it. We'll have a big old SLA think tank. Get that brain on our logo thinking, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, so. So, what about... Um, what about other merchandise? I mean, I guess it's too cold for um, to to start with the hoodies, right? But um, yeah, I think that that ship sailed because by the time we um, I would imagine by the time we get like all right, we're, fall twenty twenty, we're getting hoodies. Yeah, September twenty twenty <laughs> hoodies. Maybe, maybe depending on like how hat sales are. So I mean, we we don't have uh, like unlimited funds here, so <laughs> that's for sure. So um, yeah, depending on how hat sales go, maybe we could greenlight some fall wear. Very nice, Josh. Sounds good. Yeah. So what I was going to say is actually I have not um, showed you this yet, but right, you know, I, I handle our emails and I usually forward them on to Josh when they're relevant. But sometimes I, I save things for, you know, a little moment on the air. So um, we had a, a mom reach out and it's just a short email, but it's, it's so special. Um, dear Josh and Dave. I didn't know about Sounds Like Autism until I was listening to TED Talks and found Be Selfish, Embrace Neurodiversity. Wow. I can't believe I didn't know about you before. I sent it to my daughter's teacher who desperately needed to hear it, and I got such good results. She actually sent it on to the principal and the entire faculty. Keep doing what you're doing. Be in touch. Love, Samantha. What do you think? Well, thank you, Samantha. That that's uh, very touching. I mean, that's basically the whole why why we did. That's one of the main reasons why we did. It's to affect lives, change lives, and um, you know, just it only works if you share the message. So by sharing the the TEDx, you're helping us get the message across. So, and speaking of that, I also recently um sometimes people hit me up on my personal Insta. And I got, um, not guess the names or anything, but I believe this person, from what they said, I think, like, it's in Australia or something, which is crazy. And they were talking about how, like, they connected with certain things, which I said in my TEDx. And I was just like, yes, you know, the, 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 hit, the, the hit where I wanted it to hit, like, people are connecting. And it's, it's really something where, you know, you, 
like oh, I, I mean we're we're recording this in New York and this is Australia. I mean this is other side of the earth. It's the furthest place hemispheres. you can go and without yet, being on your way back, Josh. Yeah, and um <laughs> and it's still connecting, which means like you know we're we may be different, but we're also similar. So it's just really it's amazing and yeah that that was just awesome. That was really one a major highlight. Yeah, it's so cool. Like. You know, it's one thing to have guests on and speak to people that are in our own community if we've known since before this or whatever. And it's another to have new friends because we've sought out, you know, Mary Rolick from Atypical and we keep in touch or, or you know, or Bobby, Bobby Rubio, Rubio yeah. or, you know, just those are some people from this season or, you know, made incredible close friends like Gretchen Leary, who's now one of your, your best friends. Yeah. But it's another when like a complete stranger feels like, first of all, feels like they know you. Right. That's, that's, that's so cool. Like I didn't know who this person was before and now, but they, they knew me and they decided to reach out. That's a really cool feeling. It's also weird when you get like recognized, like I've twice, I've been recognized places. Once I was, um, I, uh, before TEDx, I treated myself something special. I got myself a coach belt. Right. So, I went to the store, coach, and um, the guy like apparently afterwards followed us on um, Instagram and stuff. So the next time I went there to get my holes put in because I'm losing weight, I walk in and say, "Go, hey Josh, how are you? How was the podcast?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" And um, also I go this um, I go to Chili's, a restaurant, and I got recognized um, by one of the waiters. So uh, who um, he told me that he thinks he's on the spectrum and he's like what we do is amazing so it's it's really it's it's really incredible um how this thing's growing and i mean i still remember like less than a year ago when the sla again it sounds like autism was gonna be a children's book a picture book and i'm still in my apartment i have the old doodles and um all the research for it and uh we even got to the point where we were going to actually do it and we found out all the, the money and the figures which would be needed to actually pr- publish it and now look at it's become amazing. So Well, I'm glad we didn't go with the book. Yeah, I'm glad same. I'm but, glad we did this. This is so much cooler. It's more us, yeah. man. Yeah, and it's also we were able to reach way more people. Um, in this day and age, you're able to reach way more people through podcasts than on book. Unless you're like J.K. Rowling or something. Um, this is way... Um, able to reach way more and hit the mission so yeah. yeah and things change constantly by the time we had a we got a book out we wanted to be about something else okay. and, and we we literally we had to set up all this new equipment today so we had no idea what we were going to talk about um because yeah. we all that was on our mind was um you know just plugging this stuff in and getting it to work yeah and, <laughs> and it's a cool feeling to just kind of wing it and we hope we're not boring anybody. <laughs> I, I I highly doubt we are. Honestly, I highly doubt we are. I mean, we 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 just made that statement about TikTok. That's the biggest attention grabber we could do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of exciting things happening in the business world too. I mean, um there's there's a lot of of hiring going on, and yeah. I'm, I'm you know almost every day I'm getting emails about some new company and a lot of them are not too relevant to us, like, you know, computer programming and and things like that. But just, you know, this inclusivity movement is, is moving faster and faster. And, you know, we, there's still so much work to be done, but you know, just because there are companies like TikTok who may need some extra support, we'll say, (laughs) I'll be very clinical in my tone about that extra support. Yeah. Um, but 
just because there are companies like that doesn't mean there 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 isn't a ton of good stuff going on too. Yeah, I mean, really, again, I think I said this in an episode a while back, or or some, I said this somewhere that you know, if you actually on someone's podcast, I think um, that if you want to be realistic, because we're not optimists here, we're we're realists, and it's just the realism is, is happens to be good at this point. Like, if you look again, look at how much autism is in the media in a positive light. How much um now people don't compare autism to that film Rayman anymore. Now it's like atypical. And like stuff, so just if you if you look at all these um things, it's mostly positive now, more positive than negative in the mainstream, which is a really good thing. So, like we're it, we're just pointing out these things, but they're there. Is Rain Man on on Disney Plus? <laughs> I still need to see Rain Man, man. No, it's, it's no. not. I, I, is that I, that movie where the guy sings in the rain? No, not no, Rain Man. No. Um, we still gotta see that dude we should watch that together sounds like we need a movie night we gotta watch Star Wars listen to the Clash's London Calling album dude if you when we watch Star Wars if we do man like I'm a mega nerd so I'm not gonna shut up like the whole time you know what how about I watch Star Wars (laughs) yeah and and I'll text you during it yeah I mean (laughs) But you're gonna have to. There's like an order which you should watch the films also. So yeah, I know. I heard like you can either watch them in chronological order of when they came out, or you can watch them when they actually in the saga. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really interesting, but not not so interesting that I'm gonna do it. Um. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Josh. We should wrap up because we we got to do the intro and outro to next week's episode. Um. You're going. You're. What are you doing? You're my, going away next week. Yeah, my brother's graduating from graduate school at Hofstra, um, college. So yeah, he's getting what his MBA. Yeah, I, I believe so. So that's pretty awesome. I'm smart uh, dude. Bro, Check yeah. out last season. Alex was on the show. Brother Alex, right? Yeah, little Alex. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are smart duo, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm we got to bring him of, in. I'm very proud of him for that. Um, that's huge. Yeah, it, it is. He's making like it's no big deal, but it's it's a pretty big deal. So. Yeah, he's so he's so modest, man. I didn't even know he was in graduate school when we met with him. Oh yeah, yeah, he's um Yeah, that's he's, incredible. He's, how do I say this more humble than I am? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um because of that, we'll do a quick intro to next week's episode, but then I am flying solo because the show does not stop and I'm so excited. I'm going to miss you, but we have Mama Fry coming on oh, the show. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Mama Fry. In reality, she's a really, really good friend of mine and has been for about five years now. Eileen Carmody from Autism with a Side of Fries. Got um, a cameo in um Atypical. In Atypical. That's where you know her from. Yeah. yeah. But um, she's been getting her shirts from Spectrum Designs forever and uh, is just such a kind and and cool woman i am yep. so so um honored to even be friends with her i remember like you know her accepting that friend request in like 2015 and me being so stoked about it because she she makes the funniest stuff and she's just yeah. such an endearing personality so i i'm really excited to have her on the show even though um you will sadly be absent but that's okay things happen yeah uh you know life moves on but so does the show right <laughs> And I love French fries, so me um, too. You know, she has a uh, so well-named like, I'm blog. I put I like cold French fries. Um, yeah, I put sick. it in the fridge and then yeah, I eat them with ketchup. That's really gross, Josh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. That being said, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, www.soundslikeautism.com. And where else, Josh? That's it. That's yeah, good. I mean, yeah. And remember, continue to buy our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have a good one, fellas. Uh, all right. Good night. Bye.